If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I'm Beth, and I had serious technical difficulties today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian, and I'm dying of the coronavirus. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> it's probably just strep throat, or it would be if I didn't drink so much whiskey. <laughs> I'm keeping it at bay. I did just get back from a trip where I flew on Saturday. We're recording this on Sunday. And man, travel was fucking brilliant because of this shit. Like, I had the whole road to myself <laughs> on every flight. There was no one in the airport in my way. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to start a panic before every trip I take on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's funny because we were talking about this before, but then I went to the bar and the news was on and everything was coronavirus. Everything was coronavirus. But that's it just it. Just, it's like it's the news sensationalizing it because there's nothing else going on besides the election. Abs- absolutely. And and the interesting part, and we kind of got, we kind of delved into that uh, conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. but they were saying on the news that like, ooh, you might want to stay away from the voting uh, booths because... There's no hand sanitizer. Oh, right. <laughs> you know my hands are like sandpaper after being in an airport. I was seriously hand sanitizing after every single, like, five minutes. Yeah. But and I guess God. this happens. The, I guess this happens every election year. Like, the last election year, it was uh, SARS. Oh, yeah. So it's like every election year, here comes this widespread panic about some bullshit to mm-hmm. keep you away from voting. Right. And you don't what? really know which side is it, it's from. Is right. it from the side against Donald Trump who wants to like create something that they don't think he can handle? Yeah. Or is it from his side to take attention away from or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The moral of the story is the media only shows us what they want us to see. Yep. Not on this show, though. <laughs> nope. We will tell you what you want to see. Or here, because <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> I'll show you what you want to see. If you email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com, we will, Brilliant. T- we will talk about whatever you want to hear. Brilliant. You like that segue? I did. Yeah. Masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're emailing us, you can leave us a nice review on your favorite platform or Facebook. Um, follow us on our Facebook, I would say the other social media, but we are terrible at it, admittedly. Yeah. Um, but Twitter fi- is garbage. <laughs> Twitter is so dumb. I fucking Did you it. see where um, <laughs> where Chris Bryant was bashing Twitter and saying that all of its users were just trolls? Who? Chris Bryant Who's- from the Cubs. Oh, shit. Third base, yeah. He was like, no, Twitter <laughs> is dumb, and so is all of the people that use it. I'm like, fuck yeah, Chris Bryant. You're right. a Franken-beanie. Hell Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I think that was a dig at Trump, so perfect. Even oh, better. gotcha. <laughs> could be. But also but Chris Bryant. Be, uh, what a man. He could be wanting to get our attention. I don't know. I like it. I would gay for pay for that dude. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and have you also seen his wife? I am like, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. what? She is yeah. completely normal looking. Mm-hmm. Like my dream of marrying Anthony Rizzo is not out of the question. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So, would you say that um, looking at Anthony Rizzo or Chris Bryant makes you want to flick the bean? 
I 100% have masturbated to Anthony Rizzo more than once. <laughs> Chris Bryant really isn't my bag. I mean, I can he is seriously attractive, but like he's mm. almost too pretty. Yeah, fair. Also, he doesn't drink, so there's that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. He's got those nice he's got those nice blue eyes. He, yeah. He's he's a charming individual. I would say that um I would choke the chicken to him. <laughs> I mean, especially after the World Series win, it was just like, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, to recap, last time we talked about marriage. Ooh. Yes, we did. Yeah. And marriage is stupid. That was the uh, long and short of that episode. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you guys can get married if you want to, but the odds are not in your favor. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, What was it? 40% of first-time marriages. Fail. Don't. Yeah. Which, you know, is better than 50%, but at the same time, like... Right. Eh, You're definitely... Yeah. I mean, there's there's people that aren't having, haven't had sex in the last year. Oh, no. That was alarming. No. Yeah, there was just so I'm much. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. The alimony, the divorce, the cost, it was just like, Ugh. yuck. Y'all have fun if you want to, but we warned you. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say we didn't tell you so. <laughs> right. But today, moving back to Spank Bank champions, uh, Anthony Rizzo (laughs) and Chris Bryant, we're going to talk about masturbation. Yeah, probably one of my favorite things. Yeah. (laughs) We've been meaning to do this episode for a while. (laughs) And I was like, I just can't, like, for a while, just, like, couldn't bring myself to, like, uh, write it i was like i feel like i'm uncomfortable talking about it and then something today i was just like no this is it today's the day we're doing it sure yeah yeah it's nothing to be embarrassed about not at all i mean Mm -mm. flick of the bean big deal Mm -mm. yeah choking the chicken go for it yeah charming the cobra just (laughs) (laughs) that's sad (laughs) um visiting the safety deposit box what? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, just a little buff in the muffin, no big deal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, maybe you're cuffing the carrot. Cuffing the carrot? Yeah. Cuffing it? Cuffing it. Oh, that kind of makes it seem like your penis is under arrest. Right. Sometimes it is. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, or you just might be double-clicking the mouse, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you're shucking the corn. Maybe you're celebrating Palm Sunday. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I read that one. I was like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Mm. Oh, um, scratching Yoda behind the ears? <laughs> I don't get that Star Wars reference because okay, I've never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. Yeah. Um, you might be just playing a little five on one. <laughs> that's, another one. <laughs> that's another one. I was like, oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. The odds are in your favor. Yeah. Um, let's see. Maybe you're dotting the I. Dotting the I. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> maybe you're just doing a little downstairs DJing. <laughs> Where else are you supposed to a DJ? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could be badgering the witness. <laughs> I object. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> you could just be tapping into your potential. 
<laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, giving yourself a hand. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Or you just might be plain old. Oh, this is a trash blood reference. Jacking off. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, you might be a beanie and you might be jilling off. See, because it's twenty twenty, and you know, women are equals. Yeah. Jack and Jill. Well, no matter what you call it, it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. And I hate that, you know, I mean, it has like a negative stigma about it because, yeah, like if someone does it too much, it's a little gross. And, you know, the time in your life where you're learning about it is like there's a lot of shame centered around, you know, the practice of it because, you know, you're a grubby little pubescent teenager and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. I think those stigmas, it's been a while since I've been in high school, but... I. I, I hopefully they've changed since then, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think also, too, I think women are more afraid to talk about it for some reason. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, even if people aren't talking about it, they still do it. You know, yeah. the only difference is the shame they have associated with it, you know, based on their upbringing or religious beliefs or societal beliefs or, you know, like any other number of factors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of touched on that with our um, religious episode. Um, the, the certain religions that were okay with masturbation, the ones oh, yeah. that weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the but, Facebook. There's a chart on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but even before puberty, children often discover that touching your genitals feels good. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know uh, for women, but, you know, for men, you know, peeing. You kind of got to touch oh, yeah. that area. I guess you it, guys have a little more contact with it, like. Yeah. Because uh, when we're wiping, yeah. we're not like, uh, it's not really the same. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like a sexual thing. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> Just more blotting it than holding it. <laughs> yeah. It is always funny when I see like little kids, that, like like my friend's kids or something, and they're like, oh, my God, stop touching yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Because they don't get that it's like, (laughs) they're not supposed to yet. Yeah. Yeah, No, and it happens. I mean, it feels good. There's lots of nerve endings down there. Right, right. It's bound to happen. It's one of the good parts in life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And it's yours. Yeah, right. right. It's mine. I will. It's always consensual. That's good. (laughs) Always. Always consensual. Um. But whether or not you're already sexually active, if you're in a relationship, or if you're single, self-stimulation is very normal. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a little mini poll today. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out the Facebook poll. What happened to it? I don't know, but I 100% forgot to do it, so I'm glad you went back um, to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't. It wasn't there, but uh, I asked one person how many times a week they masturbated. Okay. And the answer was seven to eight. Seven to eight, okay. So that's at and least once said, a day. Yeah, and I said, is that with or without sex? That's without sex. So maybe two to three times a week, um, depending on how often they're having sex. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, to me, that number seems about right. Um, oh, I yeah. like to come every day. Uh, right. I mean, I like <laughs> to come whenever possible. You know, with a- <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, sometimes more than one time a day. 
Yeah, it's not you a know bad what? Thing. Right. I mean, I don't have a lot of time for that sort of thing. It's, Fair. The dog takes up a lot of free time. <laughs> probably it was previous to... masturbation time, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody wants to masturbate in front of their dog either. Right, right. But also, but... you know, it doesn't really have an age range either. You know, they actually say that more than one in five Americans over the age of 45, which is about 22%, report masturbating at least once per week. Okay. Yeah, and that's um that age range is a little bit higher than the person that I polled. Um so I mean, yeah, once per week. That's not bad either. But yeah, I mean we're talking about people over forty five, they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but it also says that uh more than half of women ages eighteen to forty nine reported masturbating during uh the previous ninety days. Rates were highest among those 25 to 29 and progressively less in older age groups. Hmm. And that kind of makes sense. The older you get, you know, oh, for maybe sure. you don't get as much enjoyment out of it or anything like that. Um, I don't know, though. Like, the older women get, the more likely I feel like they will be to do it, you know? Well, they do say that, that, like, women don't reach their sexual prime until, you know, they're late 20s early 30s so right well and also you just get tired of dealing with guys bullshit and you're like fuck it i'll just do it better myself right yeah (laughs) that's fair so yeah and men are just like i can shoot shit out of my dick let me do this right (laughs) (laughs) right you're like sometimes it's not even doing it to get off it's like doing it to like try to like perfect a trick (laughs) (laughs) Uh, look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Uh, but also approximately one third of women in all relationships in the 60 to 69 year cohort reported recent masturbation. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. even a third of older women in relationships are still doing it. Yep. Everybody's doing it. I mean, really? Yeah. This, for some reason, this also unfortunately reminded me about the strange thing about the Johnsons. <laughs> yeah, I did watch that. Oh, um, yikes. On your recommendation. And, oof. Yikes. <laughs> that spicy tuna. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie by Ari Aster for anybody that hasn't heard about it on the show before. And let's just say the very first part of the movie is about masturbation. And, uh,. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, the dad does do the right thing and tell him that it's normal. However, mm-hmm. it gets exponentially downhill from there. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will never be the same after watching that. No, that was that was rough. Right. Um. So why do you like why do you masturbate, Beth? I mean, you know, it's funny because it's like for different reasons. For different, like, times. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Better yet, like, how many times a week do you masturbate? I don't know. It's all over the place. It totally. Oh, that's fair. I mean, it just depends on, like, what I have going on, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm back and forth between the two houses a lot. And then, like, if I'm having sex, I probably won't. And then I go through dry cells where I'm not having sex, and then I'll do it more. And it's just sort of like, you know. So it's like, I'm very, like, it depends. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like it helps me to relax, so that's one thing. Oh yeah, I mean, if I if I'm having trouble sleeping, knock one out real quick. Right. Um, 
It's night night brown. Right. Like sometimes if I'm having trouble sleeping, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, why didn't I think of that two hours of tossing and turning ago? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and some people want to just understand their body better, you know? Um, well, not- I think that's a good reason to do it. Right. Not everybody is as in touch with their own sexual wants and needs as we are, Brian. Right. And uh, so in, it can help them to enjoy sex with a partner more if they explore what pleases them on their own. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So it would really be good for you if you're in a relationship. Not even that. I mean, just any partner. It doesn't have to be a like a committed relationship or anything. Right. Just so you know what you know better and how they can do it better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Makes sense. So sometimes um, people masturbate uh, just to release sexual tension. True. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't gotten it in a while. That's why, you know, I mean, my poll of two people today, the answer (laughs) is, yeah, if I'm not having sex, I'm masturbating more. Yeah. And I'm like, um, it's like hangry. Like when I (laughs) I haven't had sex in a while, (laughs) it's like, you're not you when you're horny, Beth. Have a Snickers. (laughs) 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 <laughs> you get grumpy. <laughs> grumpy pants. All right. Well, and you know what? Sometimes your partner is not around. Mm-hmm. So it can be healthy both in a long-term absence or a short-term absence. You know, like if you're in a long-distance relationship, you know, that phone sex or even just, you know, making sure that you're satiated in that way can help, mm-hmm. you know, prevent that. You know, feeling of, I guess, loss, you know, of that part of your life. So, well, it also beats cheating on the person. Oh, for sure. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Gotcha. Yeah. um, But yeah, I mean, even if you're in a short term relationship, you know, like, I mean, or you're not a short term relationship necessarily, but, you know, like, not, you're in the same town or whatever, but, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, he has to work the next two nights. Like, fucking get after it. Sure. You know? Yeah. No big deal. Right. Um, some people will m- mutually masturbate with a partner in order to avoid the risk of pregnancy and or STDs. Boom. What? Not only yeah, is it always a- consensual, but zero chance of pregnancy or STDs. Right. It's the safest sex you can have. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, also, women are much more likely to be nearly always or always orgasmic alone Wait, what? Nearly always. Okay. Women are more likely to be nearly always or always orgasmic when alone, but not necessarily the same with a partner. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because, yeah, like a lot of women, I mean, I mean, guys can like, you always know how to get yourself off, right? Right. But like not all, you know, it's a little more complicated with women. So, um, and, you know. Like, women know how to get men off for the most part. But with guys trying to get a woman off, it's a little more complicated. Yeah, it seems a lot easier to get a man off than it does a woman. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not for nothing, but yeah, that's pretty true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, with a woman, it's like, you know, like, you know, if you've been doing it enough, you know what you like and what you don't. And mm-hmm. you can always try to guide your partner, but they might not necessarily get there, you know. So... Um, yeah, however, among women currently in a partnered relationship, 62% say that they are very satisfied with the frequency or consistency of orgasm. 
So now is that from from the relationship? I'm guessing. Yeah. So exactly. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. You know, sixty two percent are still satisfied with the amount. But I'd hate to see what the men's percentage was. Mm. I'm. I mean, it's got to be like eighty eight percent for some reason. Eighty nine percent. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The frequency or consistent of orgasms. I would say guys are less satisfied with the frequency and consistency. You think so? Yeah, because I feel like in, in general, and I hate to make generalizations like this, but like that guys are hornier. And especially when they get in committed relationships, like mm. women tend to peter off on the frequency of sex. Well, no, that's fair. That's a good point. I mean, not me. I mean, if, I, <laughs> if you're in a relationship <laughs> with me, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to add one more to the why do we masturbate okay. section. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of guys do this, but um, I will masturbate to kind of last longer in bed. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, there is a re- there is like a rebuilding process of your semen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, if you masturbate, you kind of uh, maybe kind of desensitize the area. Oh, for sure. Like any time I've been with a guy that's like, well, it's been a while, so it might go quick at first, you know. Right. Yeah. But so, yeah, like I, j- just kind of like the uh, there's something about Mary, like you don't want to go out there with a loaded gun, right? Like yeah, exactly. Like you know, we're like the like preface of like you know, but you know, we can go again after that. I'm like yeah, done. Right. First of all, I know. Second, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, why don't you just crank one out before you come over, and then we won't have that problem. Right. Yeah. So yeah, guys. That's some pretty decent advice there, if you didn't already know that. I feel like it is. Um, So, I don't know. The negative stigma around it, you know, why is there shame associated with it? Like, it just doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't know. Like, religious is, like, the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. But also, like, maybe if priests were masturbating more, they just, like, wouldn't be touching kids and shit, you know? You know, that's not such a bad idea. But we did learn that, like, if you're not ejaculating to procreate it's a sin <laughs> you know in catholicism anyway yeah in catholicism yeah it ha- yeah even not priests like just just catholics if they um yeah if they're not ejaculating into their wife their spouse to procreate it's a sin this makes so much sense about how my mother always remained a catholic and my dad now just goes to the cool Christian church without <laughs> the specific Catholic denomination to it. Right. They got the electric guitar. Right. He was looking for loopholes. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pastor with like the trucks on and a flannel shirt. They have like the, <laughs> the cool band at the beginning with like a black drummer with dreads, you know, <laughs> like, like a fucking rock concert. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but like oh. if rock was awful <laughs> <laughs> right that too yeah anyway um yeah i don't know i mean i guess maybe people kind of like associate a lot of shame with it with kids so that like i mean because kids you know when they're first starting discovering it they're like oh man this is like something fun i can do all the time so you're probably going crazy with it yeah so maybe they do that so kids just don't like become hermits and like as soon as they get home from school, like just hole up in their room and masturbate for the rest of the night. <laughs> What's the whole like Santa Claus thing? Like, oh, Santa's watching you. If you're not good, you right. won't get presents. Right. You know, instead of talking to your children about just like, 
hey, this is absolutely normal. However, let me explain this to you. <laughs> like you don't do this in public and you don't, you know. Also, you're doing your own laundry now. <laughs> <laughs> you're picking up your own damn socks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right here's your new laundry grabber or like uh, you know those little grabbing machine things like yeah. the claw, the claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Ooh. laughs> they just get it at the talk um, i never got a talk though so no i didn't either yeah I but i also lost my virginity very early and i think i missed that like that window that door was shut Oh, I think my mom was just like, you'll learn everything you need to know at church, which is no sex until marriage. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. Sure, mom. Maybe you should have let me listen to those uh, Salt and Peppa songs already. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway. Well, besides anyway. stigma, there are also several myths surrounding, <laughs> which is funny because I think this is more scare tactics. It's like... Yeah, it's like, if you're a bad boy or girl, Krampus is going to get you. <laughs> like, sure. Or the devil. Like, So, you know, they created the same concept around masturbating. But we're here to dispel those myths. For instance, you will not, in fact, go blind if you masturbate too much. <laughs> nope. My eyesight is pretty good. Right. Also, like... How long do you think it was before kids just picked up on the science on that one? And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think growing up as a as a boy, you were kind of scared about this. Um, especially the next one, um, you will not grow hair on your palms. <laughs> this was like a very real, real fear that I was going to go to school one day with hairy palms and everyone was going to know that I masturbated. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Also, I would have yeah. loved to have been at the meeting where the parents were like, all right, um, <laughs> what are we, we going to say? We stop this masturbation thing. Right. How do we do it? Wouldn't it be hilarious if we told them that? <laughs> <laughs> right. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> and it became so. Um, but yeah, also like around that same age, I think like this is one my, is like a little bit more of like um. I guess, like, a believable fear. Like, sure. Uh, but you will not, in fact, get acne from masturbating. Not from masturbating. No. Now. That's not going to make it worse. It's not going to... No. no. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it whatsoever. You probably get acne anyway. Right. Well, that has to do with, like, your hygiene, your genetics, you know, how much you're sweating. I mean, it, sure. It's like all... Yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to Not... Happen. Not for masturbating. No. Um, also, masturbating will not do damage to your genitals. <laughs> oh, man, that's like the serial killer. Like that's like what serial killers told their moms, or moms right. told them, or whatever. I don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. That one's a little aggressive. <laughs> that, yeah, and I, I'm not familiar with that one. Is that something you grew up with? No, or? not at all. No. Okay. Again, we just never talked about it in my household. <laughs> like, gotcha. literally not ever once. Um, it also will not stunt your growth. Hmm. That just doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't. If you're a kid and you believe that, you're just fucking dumb. Well, I've heard the same thing about smoking. Um, I wonder if that's true or not. I don't know. I don't know. We're not a smoking and... Growing up podcast or sex and relationship right. podcast. Doesn't we'll seem, move along. It doesn't seem to have affected my growth at all. And I mean, yeah. 
I'm six foot. It hasn't bothered yeah. me a bit. And I definitely remember my first cigarette was when I was about 13, behind the mall yeah. with Alana McLaughlin. <laughs> we felt so cool. Right. Let's see. And the last one is, it will not ruin other types of sex for you. Correct. No. Won't happen. No. I mean, like, yeah. Like, first of all, it's always more fun with a partner, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Especially that's for dudes. You're like, yeah, there's no boobies when I'm doing it. <laughs> right. No, that's a good point. Yeah. It's just not the same. Right. Uh, sadly, a dildo just does not feel like a real penis. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't care how far <laughs> technology comes on the material they're making it out of. Not the same. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, for sure. Um, as an adult... If you're unable to manage the feelings of guilt surrounding masturbation that were instilled in your youth, do not be afraid to seek help by talking to a therapist. Mental health professionals have heard it all. They are a judgment-free zone, unlike perhaps seeking advice from a clergy member. Mm-hmm. And can, right, like, can you imagine? Right. For, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I masturbated. 17 times today. <laughs> Tell me more about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they can offer, yeah, they also won't provide you any penance or anything like that. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, they can offer the kind of confidentiality and privacy that discussing it with friends or family could not. Yeah. And they may prevent you from becoming a fucking serial killer. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like, I mean, I remember, like, like, me and my two, like, oldest girlfriends since we were, like, 10 years old, Jenny and Laura, like, we, you know, we've learned a lot about sex, like, from each other and each other's experiences. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would not want to be like, hey, guys, masturbation, am I right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do you guys feel weird about masturbating? <laughs> right. Too weird. See, that's what kind of, I mean, kind of sort of sucks about growing up, um, <clears throat> you know, as a cis male when I did grow up is no, I didn't me and my buddies, we didn't talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? That was gay (laughs) for real though. Like, so, I mean, it was probably a little bit better for, for females growing up that had somebody that they could. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is like, even as much as we talked about sex, like with other, like with boys, Mm -hmm. we would never talk about, like we never talked about it like with ourselves. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So that's gotcha. why I'm saying going to a mental health professional, you know, can help if you don't feel comfortable still as an adult, you know. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. And as it turns out, masturbation is not only enjoyable, it's actually quite healthy for you. I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It's probably the only exercise I get anymore. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, we already covered it. It's the safest sex you can have, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have an orgasm, your body releases endorphins, which are hormones that block pain and make you feel good. All good things. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it also reduces stress. Mm-hmm. For sure. Maybe that's why, maybe, yeah, maybe that's why I uh, jerk off so much. <laughs> right, right. Mm. Yeah, full on. Like, after a really stressful day at work, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
I guess I'm going to have to take care of it. Right. Um, I mean, it, it also releases the sexual tension like we talked about. Um, but mm-hmm. it also helps you sleep better like we talked yeah, about. Yeah, it does. But, like, this is more scientifically, yes, not just Beth and Brian mm. experience. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. This one's interesting. It can uh, improve your self-esteem and body image. Yeah. And I can see this where, like, okay, if you are, the more you masturbate, the more you become comfortable with your own body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And understand it and appreciate it. And when you're not, I feel like, yeah, you can probably get out of touch with it, you know? No, that makes sense. Yeah. So... Because you're like, look what my body can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you don't know what it's capable of, I mean, it's easy to feel less good about it. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. It also can help relieve menstrual cramps and muscle tension, which is definitely true. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, it can help treat sexual disorders such as erectile dysfunction. Yeah. There was a whole laundry list of other ones that I was like, we don't need to get into it. We just blanket it under that term. But fair. Yeah. yeah it can be medicine. Um, yeah, but back to what you were saying earlier. It also strengthens the muscle tone in the pelvic and anal areas. <laughs> can you just imagine like little Brian at home in his room? Mom <laughs> knocks on the door. What are you doing in there, Brian? Nothing. Just working out, mom. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> just working out. Just working on my pelvic and anal. Area. Muscle tone. <laughs> which, which, your, which muscle group are you working today, Brian? Yeah. You know. That would be the pelvic and anal areas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. I can't really do a good little boy, Brian. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, but also, too, um, this is something I did not like having the on at all, but um, especially for women, like the more often, okay, so because an orgasm is a muscle contraction, like, truthfully, mm-hmm. the more you do it, like, the more strong those muscles become, and also the more intense your orgasms become. So, like, the more you do it, like, the more you're able to have, like, better and stronger orgasms. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So then uh, masturbation also helps us to figure out what we like sexually, mm-hmm. um, to include uh, where do you want to be touched? Mm-hmm. How much pressure feels good Mm -hmm. and how fast or slow to go. For sure. And that's all good things to know. I mean, it kind of sucks. Like like we were saying earlier, I think women are a little bit more um, finicky. Is that a good term? Well, no. I mean, I would just say that it's like it's more of a simple process with dudes because there's just your... Well, not that you can't. I mean, obviously, the male anatomy is more complex than just that. But for right. guys, it's as simple as, like, grabbing your dick and pulling it, you know. Like, <laughs> Pretty much, But, yeah. yeah, I mean, with women, it's a little more complicated because, you know, we have the clitoris, which is, like, the easiest and most common way to achieve an orgasm. But then you also have, you know, like, your G-spot inside. And, you mm. know, like, if you don't explore – I mean, I know before I, like, when I first started having sex or whatever, like, I didn't know what I liked, you know. It was just kind of like, let a dude, you know, trial and error it down there and see what happens, you know. So you waste a lot of time just not, you know, knowing going into it. Yeah, and if you just, if you kind of already know what you like and you communicate that with somebody, your partner, 
probably right. will be better for you. Right. You don't waste time like letting them try it for a while and they'll be like, nope, didn't like that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially if you're not doing it and you're just letting them trial and error it, you're that much less likely to be vocal about not liking it. You're just going to sit there and like endure it. <laughs> uh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, that is the facts of being a lady, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, essentially that all helps us knowing what we like helps us to have better sex with a partner because we can show them or tell them what we like instead of the guessing games. Like, yeah. So really sure. it's a time saving device. <laughs> a, I, I feel like it is. Yeah. yeah if, if you're comfortable enough being vocal about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Masturbation can also help us to become more comfortable with sex in general. And talking about sex more openly. For sure. All good things, yeah. I mean, we masturbate uh, so much, we have a podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're changing our title. That's why I felt it was Frank. important to have this episode. Because, yeah. Brian, we're pioneers. If we don't talk about it, who will? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. So, um... Yeah, and, and the more you masturbate, can, you know, and talk about it, communicate about it, it can help reduce the, the shame associated with it. For sure. Always a good thing. Nothing to be sh- um, shameful about. Right. Um, it can help us to become more comfortable discussing and asking safe sex with a partner and asking for safe sex with a partner. Right. So I know, like, women, especially, like, younger women can sometimes mm-hmm. be, like, you know, well, I'm sure even guys too, you know, like might be um, hesitant to, you know, necessarily be like, okay, well, do you, you know, are you putting a condom on? Or like guys, you know, with guys, it's like, hey, do you have, uh, are you on birth control? You know, like that mm-hmm. question always comes up. And they're always very nervous about asking about it when like, you know, again, if we just like talk about this stuff more openly, it's not a big deal. While you're taking your clothes off. Hey, are you on birth control? Perfect. Let's go. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. So then um, it can also um, help us to um, ask for what we want in bed from our partners. For sure. The more comfortable we get talking about the stuff, the more comfortable we get. Yeah. And the more you know about yourself and what you like and you don't like, much easier to convey that message when you know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Either verbally or visually. I, <laughs> sure. I hate it when a woman says harder. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, am I supposed to go... Either faster or, yeah. I mean, it's like... <laughs> right. Am I supposed to go faster or, like, am I supposed to slam it into you or, like, what? You want my dick to be harder? Like... She's like, I got like, an itch between my small intestine and my large intestine. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. That's uh, funny. I never thought about that, but it's true. Because yeah, because it's, like, it's I, I mean, it seems like a, a pretty self-explanatory demand, but what do you mean by that? Right. Like, what are... Like, do you, <laughs> do you want me to pull it out farther and, and slam it into you? Do you want me to I mean, how gen- not take as much out? How gently and, are you, like, resting it in there, Brian? <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just yeah. To me, that 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 drives me crazy. Otherwise, I think it would just Harder. be faster. Faster would be the word that they should be using. But yeah, but she didn't say faster. Like 
Right, but I'm saying they should. Yeah, faster is harder. Or, I mean, faster is faster. Clearly, these bitches aren't masturbating because they don't even know what they're talking about. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So get your language right. Um, Right. That is actually, we should do an episode on, like, things that women say or men say that we don't understand that we need clarification on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Okay. Self-stimulation when one is in a relationship doesn't mean there is something wrong with the person doing it. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is like, you know, it's, I've seen situations, you know, both like on movies and shows and stuff or whatever, when like a woman catches her husband masturbating to porn or something. And then it's all like, oh my God, you're disgusting. Or like, you know, oh right. no, like, is there something wrong with me? No, I mean, no. it's actually, like, there's literally nothing wrong with them doing that for all the number of reasons we gave before. Mm-hmm. Um, it can actually help prevent feelings of resentment toward your partner if one does not feel that they are receiving the amount of sex that they would need to be satisfied. Okay. So, honey, if you ain't giving it up, you can't get mad that he's watching porn and beating it. Okay. Hey. And vice versa. No, and, and that's that's a good point. And, you know, to kind of continue with that, not only um, can it help prevent those feelings of resentment in a relationship, but it may also prevent infidelity. Bingo. And we kind of talked about that before, but, yeah, I mean, it, you catch your your significant other watching porn. What kind of porn are they watching? Is it something that you're not willing to do? Is it something that's a hard no for you? So, you know, that's interesting. I mean, it could be that, you know, which, I don't know. Is it, like, what would it be? Okay, if you're watching something that your partner would not approve of, either either it's something really weird or you're with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. I can see that. Um, or, like, you're some, you know. or your partner is some weird, like, prudish, like, ugh, you know. Fair. Yeah, I mean, if your partner is not an anal... And you happen to like watching anal porn. I mean, is is that the end of the world? I think that's kind of, that's better than somebody going out and doing it without you. For sure, yeah. And like, yeah, that's what I'm saying too. You know, like, let's say like, you know, we already did that um, marriage episode where people are having less sex while they're married. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it doesn't, just because you're married doesn't change someone's desire for sex. No. It's just like with kids and jobs and all the responsibility the opportunity generally declines. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously you got to get somewhere, I'm just saying. And if someone doesn't have that need met in their life, you can start to develop feelings of resentment towards your partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, start to get the idea of, well, you know, I love my wife and all that and everything else is good. So I'll just go pick up a mistress that can fulfill that side of things and it's like mm, not a good idea no how about you just beat one out to secretary yeah. porn or something and then just like move on with your life sure yeah yeah i don't see a problem with it yeah so anyway um but yeah i fully believe that i fully believe like masturbation has probably prevented a large number of infidelities actually oh for sure it's the real mvp <laughs> Um, there are some recommendations regarding masturbation that we have for you if you are um, 
you know, not someone that has really done this a whole lot. Maybe you grew up Catholic and didn't change churches like my dad. Um, right. <laughs> he's going to be so mad. He's going to like, stop talking about me in episodes like that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> First you talked about your sister not having sex in the marriage episode, and now this. <laughs> um, okay. But the first and most important recommendation, do not, and I repeat, do not slice up hot peppers of any kind and then touch your genitals. <laughs> I know from experience. Oh. It's personal. Yes. Personal recommendation. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. Like I, and it wasn't even like slicing it up one time. It was like we had like this like pepper flakes. It was like ghost peppers or something. So they're like the dried up kind. You think you're safe. Mm -hmm. You take a little pinch. You sprinkle it on your food. Maybe an hour later. Oh. You know? No. You go crank one out after a nice meal. (laughs) And then just... (laughs) The oil stays on your hands is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Oh, So let me prevent any uh that from happening to any of you and just say maybe just don't crank one out that day (laughs) and for sure with um with peppers but i'm sure anything else that you touch throughout the day coronavirus uh yeah um wash your hands before touching your penis vagina vulva or anus only you can prevent the spread of coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) but yeah in general you know how much gross shit we touch every day Oh, yeah. We just talked about the in the kissing episode. Mm-hmm. How many billions of pieces of bacteria do we pass through a handshake? Just cooties everywhere. <laughs> Ever since this whole corona shit, I can't just, I just can't stop thinking in public about like, like me and Meg were at the market basket, which is like the less nice grocery store. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the normal grocery store. It's like the Jewel Osco. And um, literally, the second we walk in the door, we're grabbing the cart. I'm grabbing the little hand sanitizer wipe thing that they give you. And this lady Mm -hmm. goes, oh, yeah, definitely make sure you wipe that down. There was already three confirmed cases of coronavirus at my work. Okay, excuse me, ma'am. Why the fuck are you here then? Right. Second of all, you are like four feet away from me right now. The coronavirus (laughs) can jump six feet. And, like, Meg's just, like, standing there just kind of, like, oh. like, And I'm, like, backing away slowly behind her. I'm, like, (laughs) why are we not moving away from this lady? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Why is she telling everybody that? Also that. And so I couldn't stop thinking about it for the rest of the day. Like, you know how, like, okay, in property management, if, like, someone says someone had fleas, then I just feel like I'm Mm -hmm. itching and I have fleas for the rest of the day. Sure, yeah. I don't know why. It's just, like, the placebo sort of effect. But yeah, so wash your hands. You can avoid all that. Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Also use good lubricant. It will. That's a good one. Yeah, it will lower friction and help prevent small tears on the skin. That's a definitely good one. Yeah, I mean, maybe less so on like the female side because we kind of create our own, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, dudes for sure just don't go in there fucking dry. <laughs> no. Um yeah, w- one time my mom caught me walked in on me <laughs> masturbating. 
It was with Jergens, and of course, my whole fucking room smelled like lotion. <laughs> and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "My feet are dry." <laughs> <laughs> my feet are dry. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing, Mom? She's like, "Is your penis also dry?" <laughs> All right. My favorite like, well, walking. It is now, Mom. My favorite walking in on someone's story was Jersey Thornell, where he's like, "Yeah, so his grandparents live with oh, him, yeah, and he's cranking one out, and his grandma walks in, and uh, yeah, it was just like full on in the middle of like, you know, just like she saw, what she saw, and she goes, oh, oh my God, I love you, and then turns around and walks out. <laughs> it's like, I love you. Not a great time." <laughs> <laughs> not what not the thing you want to hear from your grandma yeah while you're in your vinegar strokes oh for sure also <laughs> another fun story was um property ma- property management story um so i am in student housing and a lot of times we have roommate situations right so we have to like settle roommate issues and especially for people who like had their roommate matched for them by us so one mm-hmm. time there was a this is my property in illinois uh, a gentleman by the name of Tiny Tim, who was just um, an odd duck of a little Asian guy who thought he was a rapper. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> anyway, Tiny Tim's roommates uh, all came in one day and said, we don't know what to do. Like, he will be in the... So generally, they have their own bedroom that they can lock, but they have a common area that they share. They're like, we will walk in... <laughs> And he will just be cranking one out to porn on the living room couch. Ooh, no. And we walk in, and he doesn't even stop. He just keeps going. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I had a boy leasing manager at the time. I was like, Nathan, you're going to have to handle that one. I'm talking to this guy. This one's one's down your alley. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Also, there have been people who would... um, who would crank one out. Like, we'll have, like, computer labs that are in, like, the clubhouse. Oh, shit. And I've had more than one person get caught cranking it out in there. Oh, my god! Yeah, a public area. Oof. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so the other tip is to clean your sex toys before use. Oh, between Otherwise, use. Otherwise, oh, between use. Mm-hmm. So either after or before, or both. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, bacteria can build up that can cause infections. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. No, not at all. So, not yeah. one bit. Yeah. Also, I mean, you probably have, like, probably just want to do that anyway, just because there's, you know, especially afterwards, a little mm-hmm. stuff on there. Um, similarly, don't share sex toys between partners. Also, who does that? If I went over to right, some dude's house and he's like, hey, let me play with this dildo. Like, how many girls has this been in? Gross. Like, uh, no. 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 Um, no. But even worse, doing so can pass along STDs just as if it were a penis. Mm. But if you so choose, you could put a condom on it, which could help with the prevent the spread of infection. Well, at least there's that. But also, if a dude just has a Dello's house, it's probably been in other girls. Don't do it. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, just like with a sex partner, don't be afraid to sit, switch it up to prevent boredom of the same old routine. Yeah. So you can try different positions, um, try different locations, um, 
private one. <laughs> right. Like tub, other rooms of your house, not public. Not the computer lab at the clubhouse of your apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> not in, on your community couch when your roommates walk in. Uh-uh. Um, changing hands can provide a different sensation. Yes, it can. Is that true? I was actually going to say, like... Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think, you know, I'm right-handed or right-hand dominant. Um, my left hand is not as coordinated, so sometimes it might feel more like a hand job from a woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, just because it's, it's not as coordinated, it's not... Yeah, no, I know my left hand is, like, retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I also broke all the bones in it one time, so. Oh, yeah. That's, no. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also try um, something called The Stranger. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've never done this. I've heard of it before. But it's when you sit on your hand until it falls asleep, and then you masturbate, and it feels like. Someone else is doing it for you. So for me, and this is what's funny, is this is like a professional website that said this. I, I was like, I've heard of this as a joke. Right. But like when my hand falls asleep, I don't want to do anything except like. Shake it. Like get it to not <laughs> feel that way anymore. Like no matter how good it feels on your right. penis, your hand feels fucking weird. And I wouldn't be able to get past that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, I, I don't know. If it worked for you, let us know. Yeah. Email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll correction corner it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they say, and this was, I, again, I'd never thought of this, but like, especially with dudes, move your hips, much like you would if there were a partner involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can lead to increased pleasure, and it's easy to forget when you're solo because... You know, like, especially for the guy, like I said, you know, when you're the dude, generally, like, you're moving your hips back and forth to, like, put it in and out of her, right? <laughs> right. But when you're just sitting there by yourself, you're probably not doing that. However, right. it, moving all that blood in that area can, yeah, actually lead to a, an increased pleasurable experience. Can confirm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Um... Explore more areas than just the penis or vagina. Um, testicles have almost as many nerve endings as the penis itself. So, consider pulling down on your balls right before climax. Sounds wonderful. Mm. Um, massage other erogenous zones like ears, nipples, neck, mouth, and lips. Interesting. I've never tried that. Right. Um, massage or play with taint for added sensation. I'll endorse that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, um, solo sessions are a great time to explore male prostate, the male G spot, which is in your butt. Mm-hmm. Mm, God hates you. <laughs> Stop it, Brian. <laughs> You're the biggest proponent of this. I mean, I've never had my my prostate played with. Not properly, anyway. Not properly. <laughs> There's been a lot of that trial and error I was talking about earlier. <laughs> right. No, I don't think that's a good trial and error spot for me. Mm, no. If you know where it's at, email us at fmbpodcast at gmail.com. And get them, Otherwise, get them digits from Brian. <laughs> <laughs> right. Otherwise, don't go digging for it. Please right. don't. That's hilarious. Yeah, I can imagine that would be like 
not not a good trial and error experience. No, probably no, no, no. no. It's like have an idea. Come here. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, the come here finger. <laughs> right. It's not with good. your fucking three inch nails. Oh no! Hell no. no. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. Ugh. No. Scary love. Anyway, <laughs> um, also feel free to explore techniques like edging. This is where you work up to the point of climax and then stop completely. And that, right before climax, you stop completely and then you restart it again. Um, mm-hmm. You can do this as many times as you like. But the more the climax is built up, the stronger it will be during the final release. Yeah, and that's also a tip to make you last longer in bed as well. Right, like that's that whole like tantric <laughs> thing that, you know, stay right. practices or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I would be able to last that long, but, you know. No, <laughs> like six hours, a six-hour sex session. No thanks. I got shit to do. Right. <laughs> if I mess with I got five <laughs> minutes tops to give this. A- <laughs> right. Got shit to do. for sure so um solo sessions can be a great time to explore new toys um have fun with it and find out what works and what doesn't then go translate that to the bedroom with a partner i feel like yeah that's great advice wonderful yeah definitely because you know in some women um kind of like how we were talking earlier um some women are more sensitive on their clitoris mm-hmm. than they are inside their vagina. Some it's vice versa. Some it's a mix of both. I mean, it's it's really, if you find out what works best for you, that's easier to translate to your partner and to have better sex. For sure. And, like, especially women, like, you know, again, like, the G-spot can be hard to find, both for men and women initially when you don't, you know, know where it is yet sure. or what have you. And they make a lot of toys that, you know, that are specifically designed mm-hmm. to reach it. So, yeah. you know, if you do this little exploration exercise on your own, then you can then, you know, go take that to your partner. So he doesn't have to play the trial and error. And, you know, rather than like, uh, you know, the the case specifically is for toys. So what I'm saying is like rather than just trying to figure it out on your own. They literally make stuff that you can buy to make it easier on you. So why not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to At be alive. To try it out, <laughs> see if it works for you. Yeah. Right. And then if you don't like something, you didn't have like an awkward <laughs> moment with your partner, you know? Right. Like if you like try a butt plug and you're like, whoop, wait, it turned out I didn't like that at all. Nope. Um, anyway. Uh, While most people in this day and age use the internet as their go-to for visual aids during solo play, a.k.a. pornography, uh, Mm -hmm. switch it up from time to time and utilize different types of media for a different experience. For instance, you can try audio-only recordings, which, I I mean, Mm -hmm. I I can see that. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're listening to a book on tape, like, or a podcast, Sometimes you have to use your imagination, but like, I know that I like to like, if somebody's quiet and bad, I can't do it. Oh, it's, no, it's the worst. It's the like worst. I would much rather hear something than see yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like very auditorily stimulated, so mm-hmm. I can see that working for me. Um, also, revert back to your own imagination, the old spank bank. The don't old be, spank bank. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, you know, keep it active and healthy, your imagination, instead of just getting lazy and relying on porn. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, also try reading erotic literature. Okay. Or maybe point binoculars at your neighbor's window. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but you get the idea. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I do have neighbors. I might try this later. Right. Let's see. Um, some medications can affect one's ability to reach orgasm. Um, so if you find yourself experiencing difficulty reaching climax after a new medication has been prescribed, don't be afraid to talk to your doctor about it. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's probably an alternative option without those side effects available. Yeah. You know, a lot of um, antidepressants, a lot of anti-anxieties mm-hmm. will have this problem. Oh, for sure. Um yeah. And I think sometimes, like, the case for masturbation here is, like, you know, if you're with a partner, you might not know if it's just, like, you're not feeling them that day or what have mm-hmm. you. But, like, making that judgment call when you're doing it on your own, when you know how to get yourself off, and if it's still not working, could be the culprit. Yeah. yeah. Could be. So, anyway. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, that was masturbation. <coughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you always do. Shit. I always do. Yeah. That's that's the best thing about, um, sorry, that's the best thing about masturbation is that we already stated that it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're almost always guaranteed to get off. Right. To have a good time. Absolutely. It's one of the good parts in life. Don't be embarrassed about it. Yeah. It's yours. Do what you want to with it. Right. Just keep it in private. Keep it in private. Oh, my God. One time, this is a long time ago, I had to be maybe like 17 or 18, and my girlfriends were and I were walking down a street in downtown Chicago, just mm. like a random street, and um, we walked by a car, and a dude was straight up cranking one out on like a busy Dang. street in Chicago, and he was fully ass naked. Oh, man. I, like, literally am scarred for life from that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, I had a job that was very boring. I was a, secu- I was a security guard. And I had to sit in this little shack <laughs> with internet all day long. <laughs> You're damn right I cranked out right. a couple in that. Beat out a paycheck. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and it wasn't so much the the thrill of being caught or anything like that. It was like the thrill of can I finish before anybody finds me? Also, that you're you know getting I mean? paid to do it at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting paid to jerk off. I mean, best feeling ever. Yeah, beating out a paycheck. I've heard also <laughs> more people than you might think admit to doing this. <laughs> yeah. Also, I actually just started writing a bit about this, but I will go ahead and say it because. The bit's not finished yet, and it's worth mentioning on this episode that um, recently, while I was watching pornography and I was going through the categories, I stumbled Mm -hmm. upon what might be (laughs) the most disturbing category of all that I've Uh ever seen on any porn website, and that was SFW. That's right, folks. Safe for work. (laughs) You know how not safe for work is NSFW? (laughs) Yeah. Safe for work pornography. (laughs) That's got to be the worst. Oh, my God. Like, um, I already have to think about people masturbating to the same thing I am. Now I got to think about the guy in the desk next to me doing it while I'm there. (laughs) 
<laughs> it says it's safe for work. I mean, I just... So what is it just like real tight camera angles and no penetration or... It's like HBO movies before 10 p.m. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. I didn't even go down that rabbit hole. I just couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about the fact that it existed. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, no. Safe for work. Okie dokie. No. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I think that's all I got. Yeah, no shout outs? Oh, no, I do have shout outs. Oh, okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, don't forget to like, follow, and whatnot um my other little side gig which is western carolina comedy um bringing you producing new shows here in the western carolina eastern tennessee etc area um where you can hear good jokes being told and uh yeah our first show was a few weeks ago it was a smashing success so it looked like a lot of fun oh for sure it's gonna be so great um and there's just like several months of amazing headliners already lined up so um and then also on um our next show is march 19th and that is at the gem at boojum brewing and the show will start at 9 p.m uh we will have jess cooley from Asheville. we will have brandy augustus from knoxville and then um Jay Kendrick from Knoxville, and one of my favorite people I've ever seen. Our headliner is Lance Adams from Knoxville, and he is so goddamn funny, it hurts. So that's going to be a great show. Uh, Also, March 31st, I will be opening for the incredible JT Habersat and Eddie Peppertone. And that will be at the uh, Central, oh fuck, Central Theater something in Knoxville, um, just follow me in Western Carolina comedy on social media to find it or true get true grit comedy on social wow. media is where you can get your tickets and, um, find out the location. Cause I'm an idiot. Um, so that's March 31st <laughs> and Brian today, yes, today oh, yeah. I got the congratulatory email that you will be able to see me performing on May 8th. At the Ain't She Funny Comedy Festival in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. So exciting. That is exciting. I'm proud of you. I am so pumped about that. It's going to be so great. That's super cool. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be meeting lots of other amazing female comics for the Western Carolina shows, Western Carolina comedy shows. And um, yeah, just fucking killing it. Yeah. Getting it. Yeah. It's all women, too. So it should be a pretty great... Women oh, yeah. or people who identify as women. Gotcha. Yeah. Very progressive. I like it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that, cool. that is for sure all I have, I promise. So Okay. Um let's see. I want to introduce introduce everybody that likes our show to another podcast. Our new friends over at Blame It on the Vag. Blame it podcast. on the Vag. Blame it on the Vag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because like their theme song and our theme song are creepily alike. Really? Yes, really. Also, did you audience uh, think you were gonna get through a whole episode without me breaking in a song? <laughs> Take a drink. Yeah. This is like yeah, this is time. now becoming like the Zach Slusher Trash Blood Podcast like adventure of trying to find one episode where he doesn't talk about cum. <laughs> 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 Try to find an episode where I don't break out into song. Right, or we don't talk about um, 
Taylor Hearn. What now? Or we don't talk about Taylor Hearn. Oh, yeah. We love Taylor Hearn. For sure. So this episode doesn't count. Right. (laughs) Well, this episode does count because we just talked about her. (laughs) Right. But yeah, if you do. Yeah, blame it on the vag. If you can find an episode where I don't, email us or post it on Facebook and we'll give you a prize. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, blame it on the vag. Go check them out. They're a lot of fun. Uh, It's a good podcast. I like it. Yeah. Um, Also, we're getting very, very close, super duper close to getting t-shirts. Yes. Are you ready for that, Beth? (sighs) I was born ready. I actually, Uh. (laughs) uh, today in the mail, I also got this really sweet uh, Frank and Means phone case that I had made. So that reminds me, I have to repost that link where you guys can get the merch that Brian cannot screen print. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I I did take down the one that was like the whale penis. Yeah. uh, Yeah, the the wrong link. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did finally take it down. Thank you. (laughs) I meant to, but you know, I had a lot of masturbation research backing up, so... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm off to go delete my browsing history because this, <laughs> if I die, and someone's like, why was she spending four hours researching jerking off today? Uh, well, you know, there was some scientific research behind it. There always is. Yeah. Always is. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Take care of yourselves, little Frank and Beanies, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> wink, wink. wink. <laughs> Take care. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Yeah.